seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? This is AJ Capasso here, host of Talking with the Source. I'm here with my good friend and other host, as he's out of the screen. <laughs> it's Jason Voorhees from Huffer and Paranormal. I'm talking with the Source. Jesus Christ. Do you see this shit, people? This is this is what I deal with. Anyway, we have an awesome guest here, um, one of my good friends. Go ahead, my friend. Introduce yourself. What's up, guys? I'm Ben Werblo. Nice. Awesome. So... Uh, a little bit of how, how me and Ben met. Um, I work at a gas station near my house. He ended up coming in. We got into a paranormal discussion. And uh, believe it or not, he might actually be joining the Coventry Circle Paranormal with me um, where we can get our schedules right. But uh, I wanted to bring him on today because he had some awesome paranormal experiences. Um, and I wanted him to share some with our viewers. So any of the viewers that have your own paranormal experiences, please feel free to put them in the comments or uh, you know anything. Just get involved in the conversation and we'll put it up on the screen for you. So Ben, first question I wanted to ask you was, um, like, how old were you when you got into the paranormal? Was it ever since you were a kid, or just something like you got into later in life? What was it? I'd say like, well, as a kid, I was afraid of the dark, so I just didn't want to have anything to yeah. do with really the paranormal. Um, I think as I got older and maybe into like college, well, I guess it was probably high school age. I would start exploring, you know, abandoned buildings with friends and stuff like that mm -hmm. um and just trying to like conquer my fears at that point you yeah. know like, <laughs> like i got outgrown at some point so uh you know we'd go to go to go different places and and see if we you know come up, come across anything so that's basically nice. how it started back in my high school age yeah nice nice now um what was i gonna say so you uh hey ashley hill how are you ashley um Robin, I'm gonna let you ask the next question because I have a couple that I want to ask, but I want to save it. So go ahead, because you don't know Ben like I know him. Uh, you, you've basically explained everything to me, anyway. So oh, you're right, I did. You're right, I did. <laughs> you did. You did. Uh, he, he was talking about you behind your back. You see, this is what it was. You know, <laughs> he's not the only one, but yeah, that's all good. Definitely. No, no. I mean, at the end of the day, he he's he said to you, you know, and well, he said to me about. How he's gonna have you, you know, joining his team and stuff like that. So, if 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 he's down with that, then I'm down with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. I mean, it's, it's it's something that's always been interesting to me, and I think what really ignited that um, desire was when I was in college at at Southern Connecticut State University. Um, my freshman year, we had um, Ed and Lorraine Warren come and. Uh, Come to our school they give a presentation and they you know they told you know stories about like annabelle from like yeah. the movies and, you know, they didn't really mention too much about the conjuring but just uh dudley town um places in connecticut union cemetery and yeah. Moreau, stuff like that and uh yeah. so then with friends i would go and try and go to some of these places and um so I tell you what, Union is so hard to get into. I called the town. I spoke to the people. 
they will not allow anybody out in the rain war. And ever since they went there, like people, I guess, gone there, went there and vandalized people, loved ones stuff. So at dark, they have a cop sitting there now. And if you do come in, they prosecute you to the fullest. And they were like, you can go during the day and investigate if you want, but you're not going in once dusk hits. And I'm like, wow, like I even offered to pay and everything. So they said that Ed and Lorraine ruined that that cemetery. And I was like, well, it's not them who ruined it. It's people <sighs> going there and being disrespectful Using. who shouldn't be disrespectful. And they made a right. bad name for most paranormal researchers. But um, so tell me, man, I um, before me and you met at the gas station, was there any like things that were starting to get you into the paranormal again? Or was it just right when we saw we just had that conversation just connected? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've always been interested in like wanting to do stuff you know not like why i do it like every year but i don't know exactly how the conversation came up it just kind of seemed like it was just something supposed to happen that day and then once, yeah. it, once it started we just it just took off with dude, it and ran we, dude, we were talking for like like an hour and a half right it was, it was like, like what 12 at night one one at night yeah it was like yeah. it was one one something probably yeah good i mean about an hour yeah i was like it went that was that was awesome a lot of though. stuff a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, we, we sort of we sort of trust each other on on you know I mean on what we say. So if 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 he says you're good at it and stuff like that, then <laughs> yeah, he I believe his you. word. There, there's another guest coming in, and she she's from New Zealand. She's very good. Awesome. Yeah, and she's also a medium, correct? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but she she's she does like she can do remote like through your phone if you go live or or do. A, a messenger call and you go through a location she can do the the, the through the phone the can't remember what the word of it is nando hey i want to say hi to charles rudd stanley from boston and nando my brother what's going on what up, what up, what up? um so tell me man what I know you told me you told me one on um, paranormal experience and i want you to save the serious one for obviously now um, but tell them the one that you told me about um, before you tell the one that was, you know, the most serious one. Um, so, yeah, I uh, have a couple of good ones. Um, you know, like, um, I mean, I could talk about using uh, Ouija boards and stuff like that. But uh, if you want to just hear something, just really. Um, no, please. Whatever experience you want to share. Um, so when I was in college, um, I was. Uh, dating a girl who started like who was into the Ouija board a lot, and we would use it with a bunch of different friends. And it was mm -hmm. probably middle of October, and we asked it who would win the Super Bowl, and it spelled out GB. And um, for those of you that don't know too much about football, that's not even halfway through the NFL season. Anyway, yeah. whoever we were using it with, we go, we, we, you know, in the dorms or with high school friends or friends from college, wherever it was, every time we'd asked it. Who would win the Super Bowl? It, was, it spelled out GB, and so about you know when the end of the, the football season ended, which was like you know end of July. Um, you must have been waiting. The the, well, <laughs> the, 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 the team we were we we're saying is Green Bay. It's Green Bay, and yeah. Green Bay ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. So I wish I had bet uh, some money on right? it, but uh, you know it was always it was every single time uh, Green Bay, and the, I thought that was a. Uh, Something that was interesting, you know, if there was a uh, sports books open then, uh, right? <laughs> you know? but who would have thought like, oh, let me trust the board. Right. You know what I mean? Like, am I really getting any answers? But uh, did you end up having any like bad experiences with the Ouija board? So we used it until uh, probably for like a year or so. 
Um, one time I was with some friends here in uh, Durham and we we're downstairs at his house using it. And um, it just started going like really, real fast. Um, and and it start you know, like it would go so fast. It were like it was like force kind of was like mm. strong and it was like and it, and it stopped and it spelled out. Um, it started spelling go away. And then we all started bugging out, and then it said like it said like F U K N O W, and we're like, and then we're, but it was going so fast, and then we're just like, and it stopped right on these letters, and we're like, and it scared all, it scared all, it scared all of us so much, and we're like, and none of us ever touched it ever again. We're like, no, I don't know what that is because it didn't want us using it, so like, let's stop right now. Yeah, they say that with the Ouija board, the reason why they tell people not to use it is because they say that it it connects with the lower vibrational being. So you'll always get something not so great, but I've had great, you know, sessions too. I mean, I've had a terrible experience, but I've had, you know, great sessions with it too. I don't use it anymore, but when I did, I've had sessions like you were nothing, you know, crazy or bad had happened or anything, but I tell you what, it is a scary situation because you don't know what can follow you from that situation. So it's scary, but I'm glad everything worked out. You know, yeah. I guess so. it could have gone a lot worse, I guess. Apparently. Go ahead, Robin. Yeah, no, it's, it's not the kind of thing that I would use. I, I tend to, to stay away from that. But I've, I've seen it being done. I've, I've stood in a room and watched it. And people will say, well, if you're in the same room when it's being done, you may as well have your finger on the glass. But <clears throat> I've, I'm, I'm always curious about them. I'll watch them and stuff like that. But as far as participating now... <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not for everybody and no it's not i feel like most people don't want to use them most people are like you yeah. know at that so yeah oh definitely i'm totally with you on that i mean there's a lot of people that don't won't use them just because of the bad stigma the movies um just everything but i think the reason why people have such bad experiences is because they go in with the intent thinking like oh i'm gonna have a bad experience or i'm scared and i think that intent is such a big thing in this field when we're like trying to connect with these spirits like if you go in with the intent of disrespect you're going to get disrespect in return i feel and and it's happened to a lot of people where you see these people go into locations and these spirits are so annoyed with people coming in like oh light up this light for me and it's like what am i a circus act you know if i was a spirit i'd be like no go kill yourself you know um but you know so i can understand when people have certain intent to go in and be disrespectful there, there is another side there's another side of it for uh, you hear these stories about these people who actually make them and they actually put something into them as they're making it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, well like, like a, excuse me, whether it's a, like a spell or, or whatever they want to call it, they put, they, they put bad intent into it as they're making it. So oh, yeah. if, if that's the case, then it's never, ever going to house anything good, is it? No, no, never. I mean, but then again, you know, like, how strong is whatever they're putting in it? Are they uh, occultists? Do they really know what they're doing? Like, that's the whole aspects behind it, you know? I mean, who knows? I mean, just the energy alone, we know that energy's, you know, positive and negative. I mean, if you take a, a jar of rice and you seal the jar up, two jars, and each morning or each night, you say to one jar, very positive things. And then to the second jar, you say very negative things. You'll actually see the positive jar never change color and the rice will stay fine. But the jar that you've said negative stuff to, the rice will actually start to mold and decay. So it goes to show that the energy actually, you know, energy in our lives actually have that. Um, and Charles just said, you know, they have them to sell it to children. And yes, I think that's so wrong um, because 
you know, they can, some serious could seriously happen um, to a child that doesn't know what they're getting themselves into. But, you know, like I said, you have great experiences like Ben have had. Um, and then you've had experiences like I had that got me away from using it where I, I had something attached to me, which was horrible. Yeah. Well, horrible. I think if we didn't stop, we could have had that happen. Yeah. So yeah. It was well, I mean, good, but it ended up bad. And we're like, we're done, you know, because yeah. we knew it worked. and knew there was something going on with it. There was something that it, we were connected to that, you know, it was interesting and then it got kind of scary at the end. So Definitely, we just yeah. left it at that. Yeah. Well, it's good that you guys knew what you were doing at that time too. Cause if you didn't close it or something, that yeah. would have been bad. Right. So tell us, man, I've been waiting to hear this one. So, so tell us this, this experience. I want, well, I'm going to go. Um, I want to say one story about the Dudley town. I was, um, after I'd seen them at, at college, like, you know, we're talking with friends and like, you know, one of my friends had said they had gone to Dudley town and, uh, was telling me a couple of different um, stories about like he said that, you know how there's no animals yeah. there it's like dead quiet yeah. you don't hear like any any noises from any kind of living yeah. um, creatures um, you know it's a bunch of uh, like basically foundation stone walls there's really not much in there but um, he said when he was there it was at night and he said one of the things I remember him saying is like that he saw this like flash of light flash like. I don't know, maybe like five or so feet off the ground. And it went this parallel with the ground and it basically just flashed, you know, like across in front of them and didn't hit like any trees. It's like this light, this like, you know, it was basically, he said like a laser that shot, um, shot through the, wow. the woods. Um, and then he said that he said that he was with a friend and I don't remember whether it was him or his friend. Mm. One of them said to the other person, you know, do you hear that noise? And uh, the the person was like, no, I don't, you know, I don't hear this noise. And, and the person's like, well, what does it sound like? And then they were, they were told by their friend, well, it sounds like some kind of a machine in the woods or maybe a plane. But the other person never heard the noise. Right next to him, right? Right. Yeah. It was, it was wow. standing, you know, like within, you know, five, you know, right, right there within three feet of each other. You know, so one person heard this noise and the other person didn't. So when mm -hmm. I was actually went there with my brother, I went there. My brother had not really known anything about um, the, besides background. That, the background. Besides that, there was no animals like supposed to be that quiet. So yeah. um, we were walking and then it started getting a little bit dark. And all of a sudden, my brother goes to me. He's like, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, wait, he's like, do you hear that noise? And I was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was like. And I knew exactly, I knew what he was going to say before I said yeah. it. And he was just like, he's like, it sounds like a machine in the woods. And I was like, you know, I was like, oh my God, like. That's the I same like, thing that that person yeah. was just and I, I, and I was like, it sounds like a machine. And I said, it sounds like a machine in the woods. And he's like, yeah, he's like, um, and he's like, you don't hear it. I said, no. And he goes, well, maybe it's a plane. And so without knowing anything about the story, the same thing happened to me and my brother. And then I, I was like, no, I was like, you know what, my my friend from high school like told me the same story totally exact same thing happened to him and uh and then we just got like we were like a little nervous and we we're like let's get the hell out of here so yeah. We, yeah. it started getting dark and we were like you know we don't want to get arrested we figured if we we're there dark in the dark it might not be good but um this with they keep telling me he wants to go there yeah what no, he keeps telling me he wants to go oh yeah. i would yeah i go it's 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 hard to find it probably was like we'd gone up there a few different times and went to the wrong place we finally knew we were in the right place and uh 
it's really another thing like you think you, yeah you think union cemetery is hard to go in Easton. this is probably even harder oh yeah the cops patrol like crazy for any viewers that don't know what dudley town town is in connecticut dudley town is an old town where the puritans basically settled and basically there was a curse that they believed that fell over this town just one thing after another and they basically abandoned this entire town and like he was saying you know people will go there there won't be any animals they won't hear literally anything um but there's been so many recorded things going on like one of the first stories that i ever heard was these people went there these kids went there they thought like trying to act cool and they're like oh, i'm a demon slayer and they're making fun of demons because this place is well known to have demons i guess running around it and um when they left, they were in their car driving and this truck was coming down the road and the truck almost nailed them and they had to swerve off the road and the trucker stopped and got out of the car and was like, oh my God, like I did not see your vehicle until I was about to crush you guys. For some, somehow they were cloaked and this guy could not see them and they almost had a massive, uh, massive death on that road, but wherever they were going from, but it was one of the serious things that I've ever heard coming from there. And I've had a lot of friends that go there and stuff and have gone there. And, um, you know, they said a lot of things like my ex-girlfriend said the same thing. Um, one of the well-known things about there is that people leave their cars like parked on certain roads or somewhere. I forget what road it is to Dudley town and they'll find like children handprints when mm -hmm. they come back, which is like the coolest, weirdest thing. But I mean, it would freak me out, <laughs> but I've been dying to go there and I've been dying to put, you know, that place to rest because I want to know if it's as serious as, you know, everybody makes it out to be. But when I hear stories like yours and stuff, it makes me want to go even more, man. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think I remember one of the things that when the Warrens were talking about Dolly Town, one of the first stories I remember them telling was that I guess there was a couple that were there and they wanted to spend the night, but like the woman or whatever, I guess she, she's like, you know, I can't stay over here and so she left but she left the, the man by herself and i guess yeah. when she went back the next day like he was alive but he whatever he encountered whatever terror mm. he went through he was never able to speak again like, <sighs> he was so uh afraid that like i guess he was never able to talk again and just kind of like can you imagine what you have to go through to be like to, that to lose your mind like that yeah to lose your mind like that like i can't even imagine like what he would have saw yeah, or what you would have experienced, you know or what I mean? Or any, yeah, yeah, whatever. So, but that was one of the first things that I remember them saying. I mean, I was like, well, I don't want to go there alone, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> you know? definitely. Now, do you get to go out with any of your friends now and go any places by chance? I mean, I know you're working totally all the time. and I know. haven't gone out um, really like, on any adventures probably since like around 2020. 2019 was probably really, it's been a couple of years since I really mm. gone out and done stuff. Um, I've been, you know, I was always interested, but yeah, I've been working a lot and busy in the summer times when it's, it's really prime yeah. weather, you know, it's yeah, like 21 it's really been terrible now. You need to get back out again. What was that? You need to get back out again. Get out know, no, there's a place, in, there's a place down the road, um, that, you know, like, and this is the town I grew up in. There's a place down yeah. the road that has, you know, we've talked about, cemetery down there checking out yeah and, uh, but i definitely want to like i do have a little more time now so uh i definitely hope to, i can't wait to do go on my next adventure no definitely and we're gonna get out there because the place that uh he was talking about was the one that i had the attachment from um hi tracy how are you um thank you for joining us um and that was a place that i had that you know that 
attachment, Robin, the last time I went because I forgot to protect myself. And I've been dying to go back there because I got such great spirit box responses, man. And like just everything that was happening that night, I went alone, which was stupid because yeah, no, I was terrified. I'm terrified of the dark as it is. I'm worried about someone attacking me, not like ghosts uh, and shit, you know, like an animal or something, like not yeah. having a knife on me, you know? The thing is like when you go out by yourself, you don't have anybody really to share that story with. At least you have one person. The only thing have... I got is film. Exactly, and it's, you know? if you even have one person you experiment with, at least you have a story with that person that you know you can yeah. have for the rest of your life, and it's yeah. a lot better than who's going to believe me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, and the, the annoying thing as well is is the laws over there compared to here, because <clears throat> I go around abandoned buildings everywhere over here, and it's only a civil offence. So if the police are called, which sometimes they are, and you know the common, they just say. Could you could you just move on? You're like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. If you're damaging stuff, if you're setting fire to this the place, if you're you know if you give them a load of shit, basically, then then they'll say, right, you know, you're coming with us. But hey, we got uh, we have uh, Janie with us. Hey, Janie. Hello, everybody. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. This lady is fantastic, by the way. Hey, just say me. Hi, hi, idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. So, um, Jenny, I was just actually, um, I was just actually going to introduce you to my friend Ben here. Ben, this hi, is Jenny. Ben. He, um, hey, what's up? What's up? How are you? Please I'm tell our viewers you. a little bit about yourself, Jenny. Um, so I'm currently in New Zealand. Um, I'm originally from Australia. Was born in New Zealand, so I have come home. Um, I do a lot of uh, paranormal and cryptic research. Um, a lot of it essentially is done in the bush. Um, I'm not much for a location person, um, only because of the industry's flooded. Um, yeah. But a lot of my uh, talents are well served in the bush. So um, as history has it, I've been able to find... Um, you know, historical locations to Indigenous people. I have done, um, oh, God, there's so many things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like once you sort of start getting into it. Um, I do have um, abilities, so I've um, been able to sort of hone in on those, which helps me quite a lot in the industry. Awesome. Um, and so a lot of my things that I do at the moment is to do with um, obviously being here. I have uh, teams that I work with in Australia um, and other things around the world. Uh, but essentially what I do is I can from here remote view and take my teams out. Um, and so when they're out in the bush, I can direct them to, um, you know, we do a lot of, as you would call it, sas Sasquatch work, Bigfoot work. Um, okay. But, um, uh, yeah, what I, what I do is I will just take the team out, I will remote view, and I will guide them to where they are in the mountain. Um I've led them out of the mountain when they've been lost. <laughs> like, wow. yeah. So there's just a few things that, um, yeah, it, it's a broad spectrum. Um, and her house is haunted as well. Thank you, pardon. Your house is haunted, isn't it? My ha yes. <laughs> yes. It is. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, it's funny how we always attract it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like a light in a dark room, isn't it? Mm-hmm absolutely so what about yourselves 
I'm not. I'm from Connecticut. I'm from the USA. Um, ben as well, obviously, because he's with me. Um, and as you know already, Robin, where he's from. Um, but I've uh, been. Look at you, dude, because I don't. <laughs> yeah, no way. Uh, He's still been walking with one one thong on his foot, one jandal. Yeah, I've the been. Left uh, shoe. He's still walking with the left shoe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, listen, I have two left feet, so I could play. I could completely understand. How long? Biggest clutch, <laughs> biggest clutch you'll ever meet. Um, I've been here all for almost ten years now as a as just a researcher doing um, you know investigations and stuff like that. Um, but I switched my investigations now to, um, I got away from residential and stuff like that. I wanted to do more spirit communication work. Um, so I've been focusing a lot on that now. I mean, I do go out to locations. I like to go to like the, you know, older cemeteries that we have over here from like yeah. the 1600s and um, stuff like that. I still go to locations that are famous and stuff, but um, I like doing stuff that isn't um, what everybody else is doing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what, I, what he's talking about. There is dressing up as a woman and standing on the street corner. <laughs> this guy, man. I didn't hear about that. You know, yeah. Hey, Ben, welcome to Coventry Circle Paranormal. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, see what I do with Janie? See? Where men are ladies and ladies are ladies. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I love it. Anyway, Janie, before we were coming, Ben was sharing some experiences, and uh, I wanted to know if you could share some of your um, most profound paranormal experiences with us. Um, okay, uh, probably profound. Oh, there's, there's quite a few. Um, okay, so I will share one of my favorites that okay. was in the Bush, oh, you want location favorite? No, 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 anything, anything you want to share. Yeah, okay. So, um, one of my favorites would have to be at a place called Mount Tibrigagan in um, Sunshine Coast, which um, is in Australia. And so, I was out, you know, this is a fairly new location for me. I'd been there once before um, and then went out again. Uh, and when I you sort of park in the car park and it's all bush it's right in the middle of the bush and you walk down and there's a in the center of this this um national park is a mountain and it's sort of like a um uh i'd, I'd have to get photos for you for you to understand but it's a beautiful beautiful mountain national park very rich very very lush yeah. um and so i've walked in and I um, sort of stood at the top of this hill. So as you kind of leave the car park, you walk into the centre and then you go down, just sort of down, down a little bit, you know, um, down a little bit of a hill. And I'm standing at the top and I started taking photos. You know, the instinct kicks in and you start taking photos. And I noticed during when I was scanning through that it looked like at the end, so all the trees would come over into a beautiful little archway. Yeah. And I noticed at the end that it looked like a door. And I thought, now I took photos from here last time and I never noticed that before, but you know, like I thought, mm, sometimes we can miss things. It's not uncommon. Um, so I get down to the bottom and I thought, nah, this is feeling not right. So I popped my hand on the ground and as soon as I sort of I put my hand down and I looked up and right before my eyes was a complete slaughter field of old Indigenous people. Oh, wow. And so one of them was sort of looked over at me and he just reaches his arm up and they were just torn 
they were, you know, blood everywhere. There were things missing. It was just, it was a slaughter. And I'm standing there processing and just observing everything that I possibly can, as much information that I can before it closes. And I stand up and I looked at the friend who, you know, one of my friends who had taken me and he said to me, um, what did you see? And I said, um, I, it's, it's a slaughterhouse. Like, and he said, you know what? The Indigenous people in the area, they knew that. Um, so what would happen is when colonisation happened, um, the, um, the English would come in and they would round up all of the males in surrounding towns and they would lead them to one place and then they would kill them. And they never knew where this particular area was. They knew it happened. They just didn't know where it was. Mm. Um, and so I was able to put that to rest, you know, to be able to give them that, that information. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that crazy. Was See, that's crazy because you're, you know, having an ability, people think that it's like this grand thing, but in reality, it's like, it's a curse and a gift. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's crazy. You know, the thing, you know, especially seeing something so horrific like that, it's just, you know, it's, it's wild. But I mean, even Jennifer was shocked by what you just said. I mean, we all right. are. Um, I want to mm -hmm. switch this question over to Ben real quick. So Ben, um, what do you think happens when we die? In your own opinion, everyone has their own opinion. No one's an expert. Just tell me, what would you think happens when you pass away? Honestly, I, I really have no clue. I don't really think about it much. I just kind of like, you know, there's something because I know there's, the, you know, like just with the experiences that we've obviously all had that leaks, okay. there's some kind of energy out there. I don't really know. I mean, like, I just try and enjoy life while I'm here. Dude, I not, worry about, hey, not worry it's about big, the end. It's a big question to ask. You know? yeah, and, uh, I don't know. I'm going to ask you the same thing, Janie. Uh, what do you think happens when we pass away? Uh, but what do I think or what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no, because I want you to tell us what you know, but what I just, I figured, you know, I'd say it like that to make it sound better. <laughs> um, okay. So in my own experiences, from what I remember, um, I have, um, you know, when you pass, you are met by your, your, your genetic ancestors um it is a it is like a, a string same as what you would find as you go into the ether um and you're met by these people who uh, or your family as per se um and you go through an accession i'm sorry you go through a, a review of your lifetime um, I don't know if you understand things like the Toth tablets. Um, I recently yeah. did some some uh, research on that as well, just to you know find understanding, and I guess um, I guess you could say um, you know if there was more information to it. And I do believe that the Toth tablets do talk a lot about what happens when you pass yeah. um, and the uh, different ascension levels. I my belief system isn't like the textbook. Everybody jumps on the group, you know, yeah. fashionable T-shirt kind of thing. I view things the way I view things, whether they're right or wrong. Um, but I do believe that once we do pass over, we don't leave Earth. 
Now, we will either become, you know, reincarnation. Everybody believes in reincarnation. In the top yeah. tablet, we talk a lot about, you know, having to go through a thousand years in spirit realm before you reignite, uh, before you're rein, reinstated back into earth um, and to be approved because there's only so many people that can be on earth um, yeah. as people. Um, and so my thing is, um, is I do feel that every soul is inhibited on this planet, whether it is via a tree, a flower, a bee, a, you know, particle of rivers, rocks, um, you know, you could be a tree standing for, for a thousand years and then all of a sudden die, but would be reincarnated as a human. Um, I, you know, those are the things that just that I believe it doesn't mean that they're right or wrong. Um, I believe that sometimes paranormal and you'll freak about this, but this is a belief system that I have, um, only from work that I've done that this has come about. But I feel that sometimes human interaction with paranormal could also be a lot to do with, yes, there's spirit realm, but there's also spirits passing. So we all know that when we sleep, we will go into, you know, most of us will go into the ether. Some of us will astro travel into different dimensional realms, yeah. those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, now, what if on passing, while you were doing a EVP recording mm -hmm. or a spirit box session, that I was asleep on this side of the planet traveling around and just so happened to come past you? Yeah, no, I mean, I totally believe it. I mean, I've astral traveled once, and I tell you what, it was the most crazy experience I've ever had, like crazy experience I've ever had. So I totally agree with that. I, I totally – do you agree that um, our consciousness, when we sleep, will travel, like we'll leave this body and travel to other realms and stuff like that? Is that, that is something you truly believe? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do too, so. Yeah. So my thing was like, you know, um, what if, you know, for that one instance that – you know, it like I said, once you're doing the spirit box session and I just happen to come past and hear it and then come down and go like, oh, hey, how are you going? You know, mention my name. And then all of a sudden people are like, wow, we've got a ghost. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not discrediting that there's spirits and that because absolutely there is 100% and there's residual energy and we all know that, you know, plasma, all that sort of stuff. We do understand that ghosts are, are absolutely here and around us. Um, yeah, I also feel that sometimes, you know, and no one's going to ever know that, but sometimes no, it just might be that somebody who's in astro travel mode might just be popping into a spirit box. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it entered that. I mean, that for me was kind of quite a mind blowing thing to come across. You know, it's so funny because I've talked to a lot of different mediums and, you know, some of the stuff they said obviously resonates with what you said. Um, but, you know, it's so crazy because if people actually like heard a lot of the stuff that mediums like yourself get, they would be like, well, that's not what I believe because of religion or because of this and this. And, and it's it's sad that, you know, it has such a hold over everyone, like religion itself, like it has to be this way or no way. Um, that we can't be open-minded and think maybe that, yes, this has a piece of it, but there's so much more. And like I say to people, I feel that God's so much bigger than any one book that you could put any information in. And I just feel that 
we can learn from every single one of the religions, not just one in particular. And um, oh, I think they all have knowledge that we can take and learn from. But when I hear mediums, I mean, some of the amazing stuff you guys you know, have told me about the afterlife is nothing what we would expect. Um, I think when you really date back, obviously, a lot of the, you know, the rewriting of history and the 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 closing off of so much information because of um you know greed and 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 all that sort of stuff we we've all heard it before um you know i think that when you date it right back you know the indian cultures i know for my for my cultures like i'm i'm polynesian so i'm fijian samoan maori irish descent mm -hmm. Um, and so I have a lot of similarities between the cultures where, you know, they talk about this mountain being a sister, this this water stream being, you know. Um, but when you really date back even past that, it's all the same. It all dates back to the same things. They all talk about the great floods. They all talk about the the sky people. They all talk about, you know what I mean? So, um, and, and the different ascension levels and, you know, how humans used to live for a very long time and, um, you know, 800 years, but we've been squashed down over the years of control. It's kind of like putting a big fish in a small fish bowl, you know, um, yeah. in a small fish in a big bowl like they grow to the size of that of their brain capacity and what they can take um and and so actually science not to stop you right there but science actually just came out and said the reason why things were so much bigger back in the day was because the oxygen level on earth was greater than it is now and that actually contributed to a lot of growth and like you know animals and and plants and us um, and all this stuff. That's why you would see, you know, humans in, in biblical times being 10 feet tall or whatever along those lines. And I, I think science just kind of clarified all of that that is being said because they figured out that, you know, the oxygen level on Earth has dropped so significantly that that's why we're having, you know, a lot of things are smaller and stuff like that. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, but like you said, I had to stop you there because that, that you know, that there's so much truth in what you're saying. Mm, thank you. Yeah. I do. Well, could you imagine having 800 <laughs> years of this? I'm struggling to get by on 45. Yeah. I'm okay. 800 years? Good. It's all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Charles, says, Charles says, when I astral travel, I have my main spirit guide go with me and ask another guide, watch my body. Yep. Yep, that can be done. Is that a smart way to go about it? Um, I, I, you know, what does a strawberry taste like to you? You True. know, True. It's one of those things. it's each, it's, it's an individual thing. If he feels a lot safer for somebody to be guarding his body, um, then so be it. Uh, I'm, I'm just different. Like, so when people bring to me their experiences, um, I, you know, I don't relate them as what I experience because that's just egotistical. You know, like, who am I? You know, I'm just another person going through this plane yeah. as well. So, um, you know, each to their own. It's how, the, it's how every person does their own thing and what, what's comfortable and safe for them. And it's on their own ascension level. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Robin, you have any questions you'd like to ask them? Uh, today, like I said, today was just going to be a short live, but I, I just wanted to uh, 
you know, come on and share some of Ben's experiences, introduce Ben because he'll probably be getting seen more often and uh, go from there. But just started. Yeah, I have a lot. My stories <laughs> get better and better as I go on. This is yeah. a little warm ups. <laughs> little warm ups. So. Well, so any questions? Yeah, you have any questions for him, Janie, anyone? Anybody yeah. hungry? I've not come across any of you before, so this is all exciting for me. So, well, do you, Ben, do you, have you just started in the paranormal industry? Is that I, right? I mean, like, I've always been interested, yeah, but like, I hadn't really, you know, besides just going out with friends and gone, done, you know, just did stuff for fun, I haven't really, um, yeah, I haven't really pursued it like i've always been interested i always wanted to you know like from watching like the tv show ghost hunters back in the day i'm like man that'd be like so much fun like i wish i had a crew to go do that with you know so yeah when he met me i was like well i'm looking for you know a sidekick so i was like why not you know bring him on in and and, you know break the cherry right that's how it starts welcome to the rabbit warren (laughs) it's like when i met aj i was an idiot and hey i'm still an idiot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, not much changes there, people. No, just <laughs> but yeah, um, but Janie, I wanted to say thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to actually talk to you um, when, when we get off of this because I want to actually schedule you to come on if you wouldn't mind being a guest um, and coming on and sharing more of your um, information. I don't want to share too much of your stuff now because I want to save it for when you come on. Um, but I want to talk to you in back and see if we could get you scheduled and stuff if that'd be cool. 100% fine. Absolutely. Before- before I do go, though, I want to show uh, what Jennifer White just said. She said, so when you sleep, you're saying your spirit leaves your body. Is your experience what you dream, what your dream about kind of thing? If that makes sense, the last thing she said. Go ahead, yeah. Jenny. I'll let you answer that. Okay. So, um, you know, I believe, again, not everybody has to believe this, but I believe yeah. that I have seven souls to my body. Um, what I do with my seven souls is basically guide and direct them with the help of my spirit guides. Um, and so seven levels of ascension to me has been able to develop me to go and do these things. So one is like... Um, I guess you could say in a trance-like state, I can teleport, but only mentally, um, not like physically. Uh, mm. I can send certain my certain souls off in dream state. They'll go and retrieve information and bring it back, um, which is to answer your question. Um, also, things like remote viewing, um, certain souls that have been allowed to um, encompass those gifts for me is what brings them back to me. So that information is then relayed. Yes, you do leave your body. If you are astro traveling, this is the key to astro traveling is your actual spirit will up and leave your body. Um, And that is the difference between I can keep my soul intact, my spirit intact, um, but send off my spirits to go and do these things for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, no, no, that made complete sense. I appreciate that. So hopefully Jennifer understood that. I mean, I understood it completely. Um, She said that's – hold on, I'll put it up right now. She said that's so surreal. I really want to learn more about being being an empath. Okay, so being an empath is, um, again, a little different. 
Um, again, this is just my belief, but I believe that um, empathic is to do with your internal self um, and the level of, you know, it deals with a lot of like human type things. So um, compassion, um, you know, feeling your senses, being able to look at somebody with body language with um, and just feeling, it's feeling your environment. It's feeling, you know, everything on the molecular levels to be able to see what is resonant you know you know when somebody walks into a room you look at them and you feel you feel if they're an angry person you feel if they're a, yeah. um, a happy person you can feel if they're sad or you know those sorts of things and so when yeah. they come in that's an empathic contribution that we have just been instilled with so you're probably empathic and don't realize it some yeah. people's levels are just higher yeah Definitely, definitely. I totally agree with that 100%. I'm, I'm one myself. Absolutely. It could be a pain being an empath, let me tell you. Picking up on everyone's <laughs> energy if you don't protect yourself, it's, it sucks. Um, Robin, before we go, though, anything you want to say? Because we're definitely having Janie come on because there's so much knowledge. I want to have her tell the viewers. And uh, Jennifer said, thank you. That makes sense. Welcome, Jennifer. No, it just it does make total sense, really, when you think about it. Yeah, mm. it definitely does. Well, just everybody has all their different ideas, and that's what's that's what the annoying thing is because one person will believe that, and somebody else will believe something else and believe something else. But hey ho, I think the key to all of that is that um, we don't instill and enforce what somebody's belief is because. You know, I know for me that if somebody was to sit there and choke me with their belief. I would be intimidated and straight away cut off any kind of spiritual connection whatsoever out of fear that I'm wrong. And the biggest problem in the paranormal and cryptic industry is people choking people out and saying, mm. no, I'm, I'm, I know, I know you don't. And yes. it's, it's a poison. They yes. are being poisonous to the industry because we are all individuals. We all are living a different path. Doesn't mean yep. that, I'm right or I'm wrong. These are just my beliefs from my journey that I've been shown. Yep. And like I say on this podcast all the time, anybody that claims they're an expert in this field is a liar. There's no such thing as an expert in this field. We all have opinions. We all have theories. Unfortunately, science, you know, it doesn't want to bring this in past pseudoscience, which I hope one day they do. Um, mm. Considering they just released on the CIA, the FBI website about the Gateway Project, which is has to do with astral travel and the mind and ESP and uh, all that stuff. So check that out, guys, on the um, FBI website or it's the CIA. It's been around website. for a long time. Yeah. Oh, it's been oh, a long time. Long. It's, I'm just hoping that one day that they get, you know, they really put it into, you know, the actual scientific realm to find out what's going on. And then maybe one day, hopefully, we could say someone's an expert. But until that time... Nobody's an expert. There are still levels upon levels above that. And, you know, when you're going through, if anybody, you know, wants to claim that they're an expert, jump down quantum physics avenues, jump down metaphysic avenues. You know, it, it's okay to sort of understand small, but quantum physics is quantum physics. Like there is no end to understanding that. It is just a continuum. And, you know, like I go through a lot of that information because I need to understand you know, I will level up all the time. I'm continuously leveling up in my gifts and I need to understand what is happening to me. And so this is why my knowledge base is so vast is because I have, you know, I have that need to know who I am. 
Yeah. No, definitely. And I think that's so important. And I think that's awesome that you do that because the amount of knowledge that I could just feel coming off of you, that's why I want to have you on because just this little bit of time, you've, you've instilled us with a lot of knowledge that we would have never thought of if you had you not shown up. So <laughs> I really appreciate it. But I want to thank Ben and I want to thank uh, you, know, you, Janie, for coming on. Um, please stay around until this gets over so we could talk in the back and get you scheduled. Um, but thank you guys for coming on. Um, I'm going to end the session now. But uh, I appreciate you guys all, all the viewers. Thank you so much for watching. And uh, this has been another small pre-episode of Talking with the Source. Thank you Talk all. Beautiful. Thank Bye. you. Bye, everyone.